Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Philip Blackett here with another episode, episode number three on Sowing My Seeds podcast. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the first two episodes. We're going to dive right into this one for episode three. We are targeting authors now. So some people may say authors. When was the last time you've been in a bookstore? Right. Uh, but Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, all these different bookstores, they have online presences and that sort of thing. I'm a huge book fan myself. Uh, more than likely, I'm going to have it on my Kindle. Um, I'm going to download an audiobook if I like the person narrating it. Um, and so I'm a huge book fan ever since I was like little. Like I used to like always go to like the local bookstores and be there for like two, three hours, like in the magazine rack or the business section or the self-help section. Yeah, I know. Even at 12 or 13, that was a lot of stuff I was doing um, during those sections in particular. But anyways, um, I always have a soft spot for authors. I'm actually an author myself. Um, I've done a couple of small books in particular self-published. But anyways, this episode is focused on authors in terms of what happens when your book launch finishes. You know, I have, I have a number of friends of mine, uh, fortunately, from, from college and other places um, that have launched their own books. And basically, there's a lot of time that goes into it. They sign up with a publisher. Um, they do the manuscript. Some may do the audio book and that sort. But then it comes time to, you know, once all that work is done, um, they got the cover out and it looks really nice. Got the first edition shipped to them at their home. They're very excited about it. They might promote it on social media. Uh, what actually happens during the book launch? Uh, basically, it seems like to me, it's just like, you know, we're, we're going on tour here, um, going to different places, doing like, you know, little meet and greets, um, book discussions, um, you know, at different bookstores or, or nice places, whether it's like places like, you know, Washington, D.C. or Charlotte or Dallas or L.A. or New York City, um, you know, and that sort of thing. And so basically it's a great place, obviously, um, to be able to interact with, you know, readers, um, potential fans of yours, family, uh, friends. Uh, but of course, most importantly, it's to sell books. Right. The publisher in particular wants you to sell books. They, they got you the advance. They got you the contract. They got they um, work in relationship with you. It's like, OK, we're going to produce a book and you're going to help us sell books. So that makes perfect sense here. So when you're going on this book launch, whether it's for a few days or a few weeks and that sort of thing, you know, there's different goals you may have, <clears throat> some of which may be to reach a certain status as far as selling. Uh, being on a New York Times bestselling list. I know a few people that have aspired and actually reached that in particular. Um, and so one thing that came off to here as far as, you know, my personal connection with here was that recently uh, I worked with a friend of mine who was a client to help basically um, redo and then relaunch her website right in time for her new book launch. Excuse me, earlier this year. And so I was very much excited for her and the progress she was making, kind of seeing on social media, um, you know, where she was going, having these different conversations and dialogues with people and that sort. Uh, and it just made me think after a while, I was like, well, you know, I'm seeing this book launch. I had a, uh, a friend of mine from college recently do her book launch uh, with her husband not too long ago, about a few months ago. And the question that comes up in my mind is essentially, okay, you're going to put all this time all these resources, all this hype going on these different platforms, these different TV shows, these different bookstores, these different places on the tour and that sort um, to sell your book. Um, all this, all this energy, 
right? Um, but what happens after the book launch finishes? Because the book launch doesn't go forever, right? It doesn't go for a year long sort of tour. This isn't like music and that's where we can go across 20, 30 cities um, across the country, around the globe over four to six months. It's like usually a little bit smaller than that. You got a few cities um, and it might be like a few weeks or maybe a couple months in a sort. So the question that comes up to my mind is like, okay, when you launch this big event, right? And this is where I'm trying to apply the businesses outside of office, right? You have this big event, right? That, you know, this live event. And, and the question that becomes, you put all this effort and emphasis and energy and time and money and resources uh, and hype and sacrifice to put this together. What do you do with those people that have interacted with you? What do you do to help continue that momentum that you built over that time to help build community with those who've heard about you and more importantly, who have bought the book from you? Because I think there is a lot of money potentially left on the table if you think that it's just about selling a $20 book and selling a lot of them, right? You can actually do a lot more than that if you have something on the back end to be able to further provide more value to those who are interested in you, wanting to read your book and that sort. Clearly, one a good example is <clears throat> it makes sense to do an audiobook as a combo deal, right? Because some people, you know, because depending on how you best learn, some people are readers, some people are better listeners, some people are doers. They actually want to apply or learn in some sort of classroom setting, right? So if you're only doing just a book, for example, you're only going to target or be able to reach out to a certain group of people that are readers, right? I'm a reader too, but I also like to listen. Um, and it's not necessarily mutually exclusive. So I could potentially buy a book and because I like, like the narration of that person's voice, I may want to also invest in your audiobook because maybe I might want to listen to it while I'm working out in the gym, walking my dog or driving to work or back and that sort of thing too. Um, in addition to being able to read it on a nice Sunday afternoon out in the park somewhere, right? So that's clearly one way that if nothing else, if you if you are an author, you should consider doing an audiobook. But what this book launch follow-up episode is more targeted on is what are we doing to help build community to those who buy your book? It would be great if you happen to have information on the people who buy your book whether it's email addresses, mailing addresses, phone numbers, social media profiles, any way you can stay in contact with somebody. And here's why. It'd be great to have some sort of forum, for example, where you could get feedback from people about your book, right? Maybe they can send you um, video testimonials of your book that you can put on a social media platform for later that could help further sell the book, help extend the book launch into other months because now you're going to the next level of selling and marketing your book, right? Another example might be, okay, so we did the actual book for readers, an audio book for listeners. Um, could there be a chance that you can do something that is more like a do-it-yourself type of course type of thing? right? Just hear me out on this. There are definitely a number of course websites. You can create your own mini course and you can basically take elements of your books, chapters of your book and develop action steps behind them or put yourself on video 
talking about certain things because the other part of it too is people like watching video. They love watching video. I love watching video too. So I'm kind of like a triple threat, right? I like to read, I like to listen, I like to watch, right? So you have people that like to do all three. Do you have an option for that too? So you may have it where maybe you create a course site on your book talking about different chapters or different concepts that you're teaching on video with a transcript reading and an mp3 file audio that they can listen to and that sort of thing you can build on that so maybe you sell the book for twenty dollars and then the audio book is like for another <clears throat> like maybe like fifteen dollars or something like that but maybe the course might be forty seven dollars maybe the course might be ninety seven dollars maybe it might be higher depending on what you're talking about and that's what but that might be another way to further extend beyond the book launch um, so the book launch might last a few weeks or maybe a month or two, but now you might develop your own course that you can keep selling your book over and over and over again. Maybe you build yourself a book funnel, a certain type of website that focuses on selling the book, but also has different upsells that you can then share and provide value for if someone wants it, where you can sell the audiobook, you can sell the course. Maybe you can sell a webinar where people can have the opportunity to be on a web conference with you, the author. Maybe you can do it for the first 100 people, maybe for 500 people, 1,000 people. Maybe that might come out to be, I don't know, maybe like group coaching as well. Maybe you're talking about how to improve um, public speaking and you might be able to have not only a course on that after the book, but you might also be able to say, hey, we're going to have group coaching available and I'll be able to be with you and help teach you for, you know, two or three months and have an enrollment of 30 people and we'll charge uh, $297 for it. And we'll go on every week for about an hour and we'll be able to work in breakout rooms with my team and we'll be able to work directly with me in that sort. Maybe you can then have that on the high end as far as actual one-on-one -on -one consulting, which might be a higher price value for that. Where now it's like, okay, I have all these people that bought my book, but there might be a select few that say, hey, I'd be willing to pay, you know, $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, $25,000 onward and upward here to work directly with the author on that particular skill. Well, I don't see many publishers offering that sort of thing. But I think it's one that authors should be able to kind of enlighten or, or broaden their horizons to some degree to say, hey, how far can I go with this? You know, you could build your own list of people that have bought and you can send email messages to them on a weekly or monthly basis, just sharing about your life and building a relationship with them, which especially is going to be helpful if you have a sequel to that book later on. You know, you put all this effort to launch the first book. I would think if you happen to have a late relationship with your list of customers and people that have bought from you before or are interested, selling that second book and getting the bestseller status probably should be easier because you're not starting everything from scratch all over again. Just something to think about as far as how do you make it easier? How do you make it you know much more doable for you to um, take all this effort in this book launch and then have it put into or transformed to something <clears throat> that's more sustainable? That you can grow it over time. That can be more lucrative and build your business beyond just the book sale going forward. And then if you do the second book 
launch as well, you're just going to grow that as well. Because I can imagine if you do the second book launch, you're going to reach out to all the people that bought the first book, let them know that you, the second book is coming, let all the people that were interested but didn't buy the book, let them know that the second book is coming. That if they want to get in on that, they can do that too. Maybe you can come up with a combo of the first and the second book for a special deal, throw in some bonuses in particular, giving them a reason to act now, and then that can further increase your sales too. You can do that either with a publisher or maybe just on your own. Maybe it's self-published this time. Maybe you maybe you will take take in more um, from from the sale than you did before now. But these are the type of things that come off the top of my head when I think about how do you help leverage and further um, grow your sales beyond just the launch, right? Because I think selling the books in particular, that's one thing. Adding audiobooks, that's another thing. Those are almost givens now in today's climate, today's environment. Now it's about how do you further extend that? You know, you should build a list of people that bought, a list of people that thought about it that haven't bought that you can reach out to. Find ways to engage with them, maybe on your own membership site, your own course site. Um, people can pay monthly on a ma- on, on a membership site, for example, just to mastermind with you, just to be able to um, talk to you on a weekly or monthly basis. You know, you're having that sort of continuity where someone's paying, I don't know, like $27 a month, $47 a, a month, um, just to be able to interact with you on your own membership site that you own. And you now can put on more content, more assets onto that site. Then where can that go from there? Think about it. If you offered a membership site, for example, as an author, $27 a month, you get access to all these different things in that sort. Um, if you have a thousand people that take you up in the offer, we'll do the math. That's $27,000 a month come to you every single month. And of course, you want to grow that number because then the, the, the money <laughs> grows from there too as far as revenue is concerned. But these are the type of things I'm thinking of where it's like, it's almost like you're trying to go three-dimensional or as as one of my mentors would say, grow your revenue geometrically, exponentially, not just linearly. But it, it just depends on how you think about it. Uh, it's definitely something that you can definitely delve deeper in any way you, you, you go at it. And not to mention that something just popped up now. You can do a live event. You can do a live event, 497. You can meet at a certain place. I know you already promoted the book, but maybe it might be a live event. You might partner with somebody and you might have it in a particular city and you could charge $497 for somebody to meet and greet with you and, and have different sessions where you go beyond or deeper into the book um, or certain things or answer people's questions and their particular situations. Um, honestly, the options of growth here, excuse me, really can go on a whole nother level here. But the main idea I want to say here, just to take it to a close or, or, or land this plane, is that there's a number of things that any author that does a book launch can do to further extend and grow their sales. And more importantly, build a much more greater community among those who have bought their book or have thought about buying their book that can further add more goodwill, more revenue for that book sale and other ways to add more value to them. It just depends on how far you want to go. It's only limited to what your mind is willing to go on this one. So hopefully this is helpful to you. Like I said before, um, even if you're not an author, 
hopefully as a business owner, just the thought of just a number of different ways you can serve somebody um, with a particular product, like a book here, um, opens your mind up a little bit more. Um, and hopefully you can see some things of where it can apply um, to your particular business, even if you're not an author. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close this episode. Um, hope this was helpful for people. Um, if you want to learn more about me, and maybe we can take this to the next level and help apply this to your business in particular, um, this strategy or other strategies I have in mind in future episodes, um, like I said before, head over to my website, www.allaboutthatmass.com. All, A-L-L, about, A-B-O-U-T, that, T-H-A-T, mass, M-A-S-S. Don't forget the M before the A-S-S, right? Dot <laughs> com. All right. Uh, I enjoyed doing this episode with you. Tune tune into our next episode for episode four. Basically, a consumable business and a promotional magnet. What is that about? I'll tell you on season one, episode four coming up next on Sowing My Seeds podcast. Thanks so much. Take care and I'll see you on the next episode.